0: Koinonia, Christian Fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is community. And now, your host,
1: Tom Brown. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is not Tom Brown. Uh, I want to welcome you to Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Jim Baugh, filling in for the illustrious Tom Brown, and today we're talking about taking care of the temple. You know, I talk about the temple. I'm not talking about a place on the side of the road. I'm talking about that very body which you walk in day after day. You know, the Bible tells us, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Paul says, don't you know your body is a temple, that the Spirit of God lives within you, and, uh, I think as men and women of God, we've, we've got a responsibility to take care of this place called our temple, the place where God himself dwells and lives. And uh, so we're going to talk about taking care of the temple today. I have two very special guests with me, Dr. Wilf Meads, who uh, is a naturopathic doctor, and he works at Naturopathic Clinic in uh, Mesa, Arizona. I also have with me Dr. Oki Wee. Who uh, both these brothers are dear friends. They, uh, Dr. Wee is at Trivita Wellness Center, Scottsdale, Arizona. Both treat pain with different. I'm going to use this term I learned from my daughter, who's a licensed massage therapist. Different modalities, uh, helping folks be relieved from the pain that they struggle with on a day by day basis. So, welcome, gentlemen. It's good to uh, have you both in the studio. I want to uh, welcome you first, uh, welcome or introduce to you first, Dr. Wolf Meets. Why don't you say hello to the folks? Hi, Uh, folks. Yeah, hi, folks.
0: Good to be here. Thanks, Jim.
1: Yeah, and uh, working at the naturopathic clinic, um, you're there, is it a Monday through Friday experience for you? Are you on call? How do things work for you?
0: I'm only there part of the week, Okay. so my typical days are Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday.
1: Okay, good. And uh, Dr. Wee, you're at Trivita. Is that a Monday through Friday experience for you? How does that work?
2: Monday through Friday, except for Thursdays.
1: Okay. All right. So Thursday, take a little time. I, we This is interesting statistic I want to share with you. Up to 50% of the United States population has acute or chronic pain. 50%. As we know that painkillers, uh, of course, you know, my, my wife had to just stop taking ibuprofen because of the problems that are, you know, that happen with her stomach. So, um, you know, what, what are the problems? Why are folks in so much pain? I just want to open it up to the both of you. What's happening?
0: That's a good question. Uh, I'm suspicious that it's more than 50%. Uh, That's, okay. I think, probably a low figure. Yeah. Uh, there, are, of course, are many, many factors that contribute to pain. Mm. And one of them that we're going to talk about later is diet. Okay. I think that people, what people eat, has a direct impact on their total physical health.
1: Yeah, and and both of you, Doctor Wee, you're you're a committed believer. Amen. Amen. Yeah, in the Lord Jesus, and and Doctor Meads is as well. Um, there are spiritual implications to pain as well. Would you agree, Doctor Wee? Absolutely. Yeah. So we're a lot of times we we view life uh, very um, well. I would say, here's the word: we bifurcate things. In other words. You know, there's a spiritual side of life, the emotional side of life, the uh, physical side of life, and and whatever it may be. I, I mean, our, our our understanding of comprehensive side of life, where we're growing intellectually, and and we segment those things into four different areas. But in reality, in reality, all these four areas weave uh, in amongst themselves, and they're not. I mean your spiritual life has a direct effect on you physically. Would you Would you both agree? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and intellectually, how we're doing? I mean, who wants to study? If you're out there, you're going to school, who wants to study when you've got a migraine headache? I mean, you, you, you can't do it, or even go to church and worship God. It's tough.
2: It's very tough. And if I can just shed some light on, on um, my experience as an MD trained in a one of the best medical schools in the, in the world, for that matter. And if I look back in my training, uh, four years of medical school, and every day was about pathology, mm. which is the study of the, the results of disease. And then we had lectures on therapeutics and pharmacology. And so when you look at both of those uh, subjects, it has to do with drugs, pharmacia. Mm. And so, um, in our training as MDs, we're we're, we're trained to take, for instance, pain. Uh, We train to uh, examine the patient, ask questions, diagnose it, and then we end up treating symptoms. Mm. Okay? So, when you look at the standard approach to pain, as you use over-the-counter pain medications such as ibuprofen and and the non-steroidals, and then uh, if that doesn't work, you go and get the prescription, and that's ranges anywhere from a non-narcotic to narcotic medication. get the
1: bigger guns out. That's
2: right. Okay. And when you think of it, they basically treat symptoms. They don't treat the source of the pain. Mm. And then you go on and and you may get injections. You may get a whole host of things that basically cover the
1: pain, but it doesn't solve the issue. It doesn't solve the issue. Listen, we're going to take a break. Thank you, Dr. Wee. And uh, this next segment... Uh, I'm going to have Dr. Mead share with us the naturopathic viewpoint on pain, taking care of pain, helping pain, diet, so forth. So, so, stay tuned, and I hope to uh, see you in just a few minutes. All right, here on KPXQ Faith Talk 1360. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome. We're here with. Faith Talk, 1360. I'm Jim Baugh. I'm filling in for our dear brother Tom Brown, who's taking a week off. And today we are talking about physical healing, um, not pain management. I don't even like to talk about that term, pain management. We're, let's talk about pain eradication, uh, taking care of your body. You know, the Bible tells us very clearly in Scripture in the New Testament that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. That this body that we have needs to be taken care of. It's the only one you have. Uh, so one guy, I heard, we heard one guy say, "Well, I'd rather uh, you know uh, uh, burn out than rust out." And folks, I'd rather do neither. I'd rather not rust out nor burn out. Would you agree, Doctor Meads? Amen. I mean, uh, because our bodies are temples of the living of the living God. God dwells in us. We need to take care of our physical bodies. And ultimately, the great joy of the Christian is that when we see Jesus, we're going to get a brand new body. We're going to get a brand new body. Well, um, what we're going to do at this moment is uh, talk to uh, Dr. Meads. And we want to talk a little bit about diet. And for this segment, uh, we're talking about some naturopathic uh, approaches, some modalities in in medicine. But uh, you've got a burden for the American health system or the health, the health of Americans, and one of those concerns deals with diet. Am I right? Exactly. Yeah, talk, let's talk a little bit about it. What's, what's wrong with the American diet? And come on, pass me that bag of chips, all right? Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> well, rather than saying what's wrong with American diet, let's say what would be a good diet.
1: There you go.
0: Okay. All right. Let's all talk right. about what might be healthy. So there are, there are a multitude of diets out there. How, how does food affect my health? We can all get hooked on a diet, right? Yeah. Um, and life is not really about a diet. Life is about a lifestyle that's healthy, of healthy eating. Because diets can create the roller coaster thing. We go up, we go down, and the body doesn't like it, and we're unhappy because we just gained all that weight. We just lost and sure. worked so hard. So it's looking for a good, healthy way of eating that will keep us at
1: the place we should be. And what would you prescribe? What are some of those healthy ways? Well,
0: the first thing I tell people is to eat lots of veggies, Mm -hmm. uh, to eat a moderate amount of protein and healthy fats, and a small amount of fruit. You say healthy fats. What are healthy fats? Uh, Well, there are any fat – unhealthy fats are trans fats, hydrogenated fats. Okay. Refined vegetable oils, those are the things that the body does not right. respond well to.
1: So something like olive oil is it, would be a healthy fat? Olive oil. Avocado oil?
0: Yep. Olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, walnut oil, those are all like very healthy fats and your body thrives well with them. They're okay. anti-inflammatory. Okay. So um, I tell people they need to eat a tablespoon of olive oil and a tablespoon of coconut oil every day hmm. for everybody. Now, if you have thin blood and you're on a blood thinner and all that kind of stuff, you should be being checked for that. And so any effects that may come for it, which are generally beneficial effects, you can find out when you get your INR checked. But okay. they need to be watched.
1: Okay. So so uh, a, cons- uh, a healthy diet would be um, food basically as – God provided it for us, you know. Staying away the best you can from processed foods.
0: Exactly. If God didn't make it, then it's probably not the best
1: for us. <laughs> and, and 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 when you go shopping, you, you mean them double stacked Oreos <laughs> are just not what God made. All right. That's so, right. All right. Often in the grocery
0: store, the stuff, the way they typically lay it out is around the outside of the store is where you'll find the stuff that God made. Yeah. And a lot of the processed stuff tends to be located in the center.
1: Yeah, and where all the kids see it, yeah, too. Exactly. Now you mentioned you mentioned lean meat. You mentioned vegetables. I noticed you didn't mention carbs um, and carbohydrates would be, you know, more often found in breads and so forth. Yeah. Right. Why, why can we have bread on moderation for a healthy diet, or would you say? Try to stay away from bread. Well, let's talk about carbs. There are
0: two kinds of carbs, okay? So they're what we call simple and what we call complex. Okay. So veggies are complex carbs. So they supply energy. Oh, so
1: vegetables are carbohydrates. Vegetables
0: are carbs. All right. And I said the first thing is lots of veggies, so that's where the carbs are in my, what I said earlier about yeah. diet. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they provide energy, but they also have fiber in them, mm. which makes them complex. Simple carbs are bread, pasta, flour products like cake cookies, croissants, bagels. So these are all simple carbs. Okay. And the body takes them and converts them pretty quickly into a sugar and the blood ceases to you know,
1: turn okay. to glucose.
0: So standard American diet tends to be heavy in simple carbs and light in complex carbs. So that's why we need to be eating the vegetables because our body thrives with that kind of stuff where the sugar levels in our system create havoc.
1: Now there's a there's a pandemic of of type 2 diabetes in America, in fact, around the world because of processed foods and so forth. I'm a type 1 diabetic, you know, had to be number one, or I just had to be. Um, I I can control, you know, my insulin intake based on my diet, but type 2 diabetics can actually relieve themselves from any insulin or medication based on diet sometimes. That's
0: right. Type 1s are... Generally with type 1s, the pancreas has stopped producing insulin. Right. And that's their problem. They just don't have it in there. Yeah. Type two still they're producing, but they've developed insulin resistance. And so they're not uh, taking the insulin. The insulin isn't taking the glucose into the cell like it should. And it's not okay. being metabolized properly, being stored as fat.
1: Yeah. So
0: if they adjust their intake of their food and their body makes the appropriate um, adjustments, they will get healthy enough that they can get right off of insulin often.
1: Okay. And yeah. and you would agree. I mean, everyone in this room, we all agree that the body is a miracle of God in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what what does diet have to do with pain? There might be people out here listening and saying, you know, man, it seems like if I eat processed foods, I feel sluggish. I I feel uh, my my bones ache. My body aches. Is that? Would you agree with that? Does does our diet affect our level of pain, or can it?
0: It definitely can. Yeah, diet affects the body's ability to heal, and the body uh, is, does it best when it's fed well. Mm. So when we don't eat well, we don't think well, and mm. if we don't eat well, we become hypersensitive to our pain, so the pain can actually be increased because the really? body is not capable of responding well to managing the pain that's there. Okay, Pain indicates something's wrong. Yeah, And so if your body is not functioning at its peak, the pain is going to be,
1: it'd be elevated. It's going to be elevated. It's going to now, feel like it's something we had talked about earlier, even in the beginning of our, uh, of our time together was that, uh, pain is, is symptom. And many times we walk into a doctor and he just says, Hey, take this, take this ibuprofen or take this Tylenol, or you come back and you go, Hey, it's not cutting it. So he says, all right, well I'll take this tramadol or take this, Whatever it may be, it may it might even be uh, Tylenol with codeine. I mean, let, let's let's just up the ante, but you're really not dealing with the problem. Uh, you're just, and we've all we don't know this. I mean, it's just let's do just if you can move the symptom out of the way, but it, it can actually lead that type of treatment can actually lead to more chronic problems. Would you agree? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So so I want to talk about uh, a little bit about this. I mean, you know, sugar, fructose. Um, you, you'd mentioned um, that carbohydrates, simple carbohydrates are not that good for your bodies. I mean, a complex carbohydrate like I have vegetables and so forth are really good, but the simples are not. So um, I, I've heard a lot of people using different kinds of sweeteners. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I, it, one of them just leaves my mind right now, but there's stevia, you know, which is the natural sweetener. You've got uh, that stuff that looks like honey. I don't know if you guys remember that. It looks a little bit like honey, but it's supposed agave. To, yeah, agave. Thank you. It's supposed to be better for you, and you hear different things. Uh, it's like what's what's popular now, you know, and uh, and then there's saccharides. But but what about fructose? I mean, fructose is also a sweetener. Is is that okay for our diet? Uh, fructose
0: is not really okay for our diet. Um. There are a number of problems with fructose. It it elevates uric acid, mm. and that will cause uh, the body's smooth muscles to contract, and it raises blood pressure, so it damages the kidneys. Potentially, can do now, that. Now, where do
1: I find fructose? I mean, where where would it be? Is it a is it a natural sweetener, or is it is it promoted as a natural sweetener?
0: Okay, so fructose is found is really high in carbonated beverages. Okay. Okay, and high fructose corn syrup. Oh it's in yeah. The name. yeah, yeah. So it's about 55% fructose. Um, It can be found in white sugar is actually, by its chemical structure, half glucose and half fructose. Mm. And agave syrup that you mentioned is actually 80% fructose.
1: Wow. So it's not the great product that the the, the, uh, natural food stores say it is. No. Even some of the
0: water flavor packets like emergency is a product that people take when they get a cold and they've got high vitamin C. The sweetener in emergency is actually fructose, hmm. so it's it's hard on the kidney. It's it's hard on the liver too because it it gets processed through the liver, so it can raise the um, it, it it can increase LDL, which is your bad, uh, bad cholesterol. cholesterol. It can decrease HDL, your good cholesterol, and it lifts um, elevates triglycerides as well. And increases blood pressure and elevates blood sugar and
1: yeah so have a coke like, and have a heart attack sorry yeah, but about I, right yeah okay well it, these things we we're, were pro I have a I have an acquaintance that he just loves that product and his idea of a great meal is a bag of chips and uh you know like a 2 liter and I'm just going man i i, I know that's not good but uh, i know there's things probably in my diet that i need to watch too but uh we're going to talk a little bit of a little bit more next hour and then as uh, our final segment we're going to talk together but uh, folks, diet is so important as well as treating the pain in a natural way in a God-given way so we're going to take a break but uh, we look forward to being back with you again in just a few moments on 1360 Faith Talk I'm Jim Baugh filling in for Tom Brown we'll see you soon Welcome back to quantity on faith, faith Talk. faith talk, faith I got to learn how to speak faith talk, 1360 KPXQ. My name is Jim Baugh and I'm filling in for Tom Brown today. And today, this very day, we're talking about the body taking care of the temple. You know, the Bible says over and over again and in, uh, in scripture that your body is the temple of God himself. If you're a believer, you know the Lord Jesus. The Bible tells us by the power of the Holy Spirit, God has come to live in you, dwell in you, and your body is literally the temple of God. And as such, we're called to take care of the temple. I mean, in the Old Testament, God uh, rebuked Israel for leaving the temple in disrepair. And in America today, we're filled with chronic pain. We're so filled with processed foods and all the stuff that... By the way, I I just want to say this. In this segment, I'm going to be speaking with Dr. Wee. Um, Dr. Wee, why is it that everything that tastes so good is so bad for us? Or is is that a generalization?
2: Well, I think it's a generalization, but it's also, I think, because our our palates have become used to stuff that artificially tastes good, but... And forgotten what the real stuff actually tastes (laughs) like, which is also incredibly good. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if you've had a recently had a real natural salad of of good, you know, organic uh, fruit and and even sometimes uh, sorry vegetables and sometimes fruit in it. Yeah, like an avocado and and with a a simple you know uh, dressing like olive oil and balsamic and little maybe a little salt in it, and it just tastes incredible. It tastes incredible. You can taste the actual food.
1: Yeah, that's so true. (laughs) And we need need to be reminded of that. And it's also more filling. As uh, Dr. Mead shared with us in our last segment, uh, the necessity to eat uh, the complex carbohydrates, the vegetables, that are filled with the fiber Mm -hmm. that actually fill us and enable us to fill complete. Yeah. Right, right. So we're going to talk a little bit about pain. I mean, I, as we ended our segment with Dr. Meads, I asked him that question: um, uh, Does uh, does our diet and the food that we eat affect our pain? And uh, he said, absolutely. Would you agree with that?
2: Oh, yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. your your calling, what God has called you to do, is to treat people uh, with chronic pain. And um, uh, is 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 it a big as big a problem as the news tells us it is, of Americans suffering with chronic pain today.
2: It is even probably bigger than what the numbers that we see because mm. there's some in question, you know, some people say there's 116 million Americans in chronic pain, and, mm. and uh, yet when you talk to the population in general at any given time, definitely more than 50% mm. seem to have pain.
1: Well, uh, it seems like the television commercials... You know, those commercials that say, take this drug. And by the way, it may cause death and may cause oh, yeah. you know, all those things. Uh, it just over and over again, the, co- the commercials are pointed for people to take drugs to deal with their pain. And, well,
2: because for a long time, we've been, we've been made to believe that that's the only solution is to take these pills. And yet, uh, the more I do this, the more I realize how incredible the body is. You know, mm. God gave us a body that, was initially designed to take care of itself, yeah. to, to not even age, okay? And yet uh, things have gone away and so today I take care of a lot of broken temples. Mm. <laughs> but the good news is that a lot of these broken temples have now begun to heal, so they can become uh, great temples again for God, yeah. because it is His His
1: temple. Amen. You know, I, I'm going to share a personal story here now, is that um, a year and a half ago, I I got a bicycle. I bought a bicycle for my daughters, and I got it at uh, Saint Vincent de Paul. You know, I wanted to spend as much money as I possibly could for this bicycle, (laughs) so I got one secondhand, and both tires were flat. So I thought, well, I'll put I'll put air in it and see how long the tires last. And I went down about five houses, turned to come back, and the back tire was completely uh, flat. The bike flipped out, and I went down. And um, you know, my only thought was. There goes my dancing career, you know, or (laughs) I I thought I got to tuck and roll because I might really break my hip. I mean, it was just it was that hard. And I hit so hard, I got up and I wanted to throw up literally because the pain was so intense. And uh, then I went to uh, an urgent care and he said, no, there's no breaks, no problems. Of course, they x-rayed, so they Mm -hmm. couldn't really see it. And uh, I travel internationally with Global Training Network and so does Wilf, also Dr. Mead's. And uh, I was in Indonesia and got to a place where I couldn't walk, and uh, my pain was so intense. And so I've been spending, uh, been privileged to be treated by Doctor Wee and uh, with this pain healing treatment. And I'm telling you, God is healing me as well as the uh, the instrument that God led you to uh, to invent. Tell us a little bit about your approach towards. Healing pain and helping restore people uh, to, uh, to pain free living.
2: Yes, Jim. As you know, I'm trained as an MD. I went to a very good medical school and I used to do all the traditional stuff, which is, you know, recommend over the counter injections yeah. and so on. But as I uh, became more and more interested in pain management, for lack of a better term, began to realize that all we were doing was treating symptoms instead of the source of the pain. So the question is, what is the source of the pain? And it turns out that, and there's a lot of work that has been done on this, particularly by Dr. Janet Travell, who's the late Dr. Janet Travell, and that's the myofascia. So the myofascia is basically the connective tissue. And if you think of a body having a skeleton, the bony part, mm. the bony part by itself can't do anything unless it has myofascia, which is the ligaments, tendons, muscles, et and a healthy nervous system to make it functional. Mm. Yet the myofascia is very poorly um, imaged, even with X-rays and MRIs and CT scans. So what happens in the soft tissue, oftentimes isn't seen yet is real. Mm. And so if you've had the pain, like you did, and you've had massages, and, and they find these horrible sore areas, then the areas, yet if you X-ray it, 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 it looks just normal. Looks normal. And so what I realize is that. If I can somehow affect the soft tissue and help it become well again, then obviously the pain goes away. But two, we can restore functionality of Mm -hmm. that part of the body. And so the question then is, what can you use to help uh, facilitate this? And you're now talking at the cellular level. Our Mm -hmm. body has 75 trillion cells, according to scientists. So everything is really made out of cells. And so I found that throughout the years, and, and um, uh, these modalities, as, uh, as we call them, have been used. One is electrical stimulation, but there's, there's different kinds. There's from the old days of the Greek and Egyptian physicians using an electric eel that would produce a horrendous shock to oh. <laughs> the foot because it was for foot pains. So I assume it was gout. And today we have the ability through technology to create a, very similar to what's in our body because our whole body is electric. Yeah. Our supercomputer, the brain, tracks everything in the body by electrical signals, okay, frequencies. And so if I can help restore at the cell level this electric frequency, then theoretically the cell can start working again. Now we also have had cold laser that has now been in use for over 50 years. And again, there's, there's different levels of strength. And Some of the real good reviews show that the lower level of cold laser is better in helping stimulate those parts of the cell that have to do with repair and healing. And by combining these two modalities, found that they work um, exponential. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like one plus one is four. And even though individually they can block pain, okay? Because the idea is not to block pain; they stimulate the cells at a very rapid pace, so the cells can actually respond. And oftentimes, even in the first session, you can tell the difference. Right, yeah. But it takes repeated sessions to get all these layers of layers and layers of tissue that in your case, like you said, you felt stuck. Mm-hmm. And it was stuck. All this tissue had just kind of bound together because of pain and spasm and swelling and inflammation. And your body had to clean that up. And as mm-hmm. soon as it started repairing and healing, we could stretch and, and, and move tissue around and free up tissue so it can could become functional again. Yeah, And you notice that your initial way of walking was very different from what it is like today.
1: Yeah, in essence, I, I'm learning how to, to walk again. all over again. Right.
2: And so why is nutrition important? Because the micronutrients are the fuel for the cell. Mm. Okay, These are the, This is the raw material that has to come into the cell every day. And then through the help of ATP, which is the energy molecule, and some various other processes, this fuel then gets taken and converted into repair material to, to repair damage to tissue or to replace tissue. Hmm. And so it is essential that we give the body good nutrients. Now, the other problem we have is, for instance, when people have issues with their gut. So they may eat good stuff, but it's not processed or digested properly. Hmm. And that's a whole different you know subject, but at our, our clinic at the around the Center, we really pay attention to that overall picture to make mm. sure that not only what I do, but what else the body needs to do. I, I, it's a
1: holistic approach. Yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So you agree with Dr. Meads, the importance of, of nutrition, as well as the importance of of stimulating those areas of, of pain or hurt. Uh, share just, uh, we're going to come to our close here in about a minute and a half, but Share the device, a little bit of the device that you developed that uh, can be used personally for people to, to help treat themselves as well as be treated by the hands of a skilled uh, practitioner such as yourself. Yeah,
2: since 1984 when I moved here from, from Canada and I started getting more into pain management, I started using microcurrent electrical stimulation because it made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good technology, but it was slow. By itself, and I still was doing trigger point injections and a variety of other things. Um, then in the 90s, I could introduce a cold laser, which by itself was also good, but not any better than what I was already using. However, when we combined the two modalities, it all of a sudden became a totally different type of, of stimulation that, that was very fast, very efficient, and very safe. Mm. And so in 2007, we were able to develop this device now that's on the market as a laser touch one.
1: Okay. Well, listen, thank you. Thank you for that explanation. Uh, We're going to be back in a few minutes, and we're going to have both Dr. Meads and Dr. Wee together. We're going to share information, talk strategy, uh, help not only talk a little bit about, about diet, but also how Dr. Meads also treats folks with chronic pain. So And then I'm going to give you information on how to get in contact with these gentlemen, all right? So uh, I'll look forward to be with you at the other end of this break here on 1360 Faith Talk, Koinonia. We'll see you soon, just a few minutes. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for coming back and joining us here at uh, Fate Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Jim Bond. I'm filling in for Tom Brown today, and we will be back uh, uh, this segment for 13 minutes or so, just sharing with Dr. Meads as well as Dr. Wee and their approach towards uh, pain and treating pain and the alleviation of pain. I mean, I use the term pain management, but I, I, it's somewhat of an oxymoron. I'd rather not manage pain. I'd rather relieve the pain, if possible. And uh, But uh, last segment, Dr. Wee shared with us about um, the, uh, I don't know if I'm going to put it in the right term, but cold laser and what was the other term you used? Electro
2: Microcurrent.
1: Microcurrent. Electrical
2: which, stimulation.
1: Okay, which stimulates at a cellular level. Uh, the healing process what what happens to muscles when they when they get so um you know bound up in pain um do they literally just stop working
2: Uh, yes they can
1: they can and and the muscles around them then have to compensate absolutely and with that compensation comes more pain
2: and it can because it it uses muscles that are not supposed to do a certain job, and they <laughs> yeah. do, and uh, give us take a shoulder, you know, and yeah. people get shoulder yeah. issues and then end up with a frozen shoulder.
1: Exactly. Well, you know, your LMT at uh, TriVita um, asked me to stand up one day, and, and she said, I can already tell you've got hip pain because your shoulder is drooping on the left side. And I'm like, wow, that's, uh, that's pretty amazing. So our bodies really function almost like a, I'm going to say a, 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 a gymnast team or a trapeze artists, or I don't know what other illustration to use, but each one is intricately uh, connected to the other. And when somebody misses a catch, you know, on the trapeze, um, that, uh, that, that shuts everybody off. So I just want to tell you, we had a little, I had a little conversation with Dr. Meads there. He's coughing and it, the cough button shuts us all off. So Sorry just, about that. That's okay. I, I, but when that trapeze artist, when they fall or when they slip, you know, it hurts the whole family. And that, that can be true, you know, within the body too. Yeah,
2: right? there's, a, there's a simple song that we probably all sang when we were young, and it's called the foot bone connected to the ankle bone connected yeah. to the shin bone. Yeah. And that's the body. Everything is interconnected. Everything has to work together in harmony, and if it's not, then you get an imbalance and very often then a dysfunction or things just plain quit. Okay. So, so the whole idea is to help restore all that.
1: Right, and balance is key. Um, you're a medical doctor, uh, Dr. Wee. Dr. Meads is a naturopathic doctor. Um, I did this specifically because I know that you come from different worldviews or different vantage points on how to treat people. Am I correct? We're We're trained differently. Trained differently. But similarly. But similarly. So um, is it not important that the naturopath and the medical doctor listen to each other as you have done today and can help each other in the treatment of people who are in pain?
2: Definitely. Well, absolutely. I think that we are fooling ourselves if we think that because of our training and background, we are it. We're not it. (laughs) (laughs) It is far greater than than we are. And if we can be open and listen and actually, more importantly, uh, understand what God already has done and planned and how he designed it, it can help us in understanding and what to do next.
1: In treating others so that that's really the point is that others are feeling... uh, that restoration and healing that God wants them to experience. I want to talk with uh, Dr. Meads for a moment about um, a way that, that he's utilized uh, treatment um, for folks in pain, and, and it's called prolotherapy. Can you explain that a little bit, prolotherapy?
0: Prolotherapy is, uh, uses a controlled inflammatory response to bring about healing in the body. So we intentionally make the body get inflamed mm-hmm. so that when it heals that inflammation, it also heals the damage that's in that area at the same okay. time.
1: So it's a body's natural response to bring healing. Right. Is that, so in, in essence, you're kind of kickstarting that. That's, you also mentioned the use of, of uh, we've talked before about ozone gas. How does ozone gas, how is that strategically involved in helping people heal?
0: So, ozone is, chemically, it's O3. Okay. Oxygen is O2. So, ozone is just a form of oxygen. Okay. And it's a very unstable form, and it wants to go back to O2. So, it gives off one of its molecules, the O3, and it converts to O2. When it gives that off, in the environment, which we use, God uses ozone in the environment to clean up the the pollution. Mm -hmm. It neutralizes pollution by giving off one of those molecules. And leaves us with oxygen, which is a great strategy for us having oxygen to breathe. Yeah, but it neutralizes the pollutant. It does the same thing in the body, hmm. so it will neutralize what shouldn't be there, and will leave an oxygen-rich environment for healing.
1: Okay, so you you do you in your process of treating pain, do you inject that into the area that's having problems? Is that how it's how you do it? There
0: are actually two uses for ozone. One of them, as you said, is to inject right into the area. Often we will inject into a knee joint or a shoulder joint, you know, whatever is like right into the joint or mm-hmm. into the tissue around it. But the other way we use ozone is to treat the entire body systemically. So we pull out some blood, we subject it to ozone, and we put that blood back into the person. Mm-hmm. That blood then goes everywhere in the system and has a positive effect.
1: Mm-hmm. To provide some purification in mm-hmm. essence. Yeah. So... You've talked about diet, and we've talked a little bit about treatment through prolotherapy as well as ozone. When you're treating someone in pain, uh, Doctor Meads, um, do you suggest they go through physical therapy as well, or should they? Is there a time where they just wait until they're at that place where, you know, physical therapy is comfortable? I I don't even know if there is a time when physical therapy is comfortable. Is
0: it ever comfortable?
1: No, but do you recommend that? It
0: depends on the condition. It depends on the state, uh, the overall health of the patient. You know, if they're in such a depleted state that physical therapy is going to be too uh, difficult and challenging to the body, we don't recommend it. Yeah,
1: and it might exacerbate the the problem that they're having.
0: Yeah, but oftentimes physical therapy is very beneficial and recommended. And yes, it does hurt.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and but it's needed. It's it's it's, necessary. um, If someone in in the naturopathic world, let's say. Uh, their their knee is you know bone on bone. Um, does ozone treatment does it help or or do you refer them then to pursue uh, having a new knee taken care of or how how, how do you respond as a naturopath in that?
0: Uh, we use a, we use ozone in a treatment called Prolozone, which is kind of a combination of prolotherapy and ozone. There have been some studies that have been done that show that ozone will actually help cartilage to regrow, Huh. especially if that's combined with a stem cell therapy. Okay. okay, so we inject stem cells in there, and the ozone also facilitates the regeneration. So we recommend, I recommend that patients do this before they go through the challenge of uh, knee replacement. The knee replacement because it's yeah. a pretty invasive procedure.
1: Now. I want to talk with Dr. Wee a little bit as well with uh, that treatment of using that uh, stimulation through. Uh, I always mess it up. Electro. I'm sorry. Uh, electro. Say that again. Mi- for microcurrent. Me. Yeah, electro microcurrent. Um, that that stimulates the cells to bring healing. And you said earlier that. Um, you're really not the the individual that brings healing. It's the device that helps stimulate on a cellular level It know. facilitates. It facilitates. It's
2: the, the. I always tell patients that a miracle is the body because uh, it amazes me over and over again when we see conditions that, in my, you know, limited medical scope, uh, is deemed irreversible or deemed uh, that it cannot heal anymore, and yet I see a reversal of things over and over again, uh, and that's because if you give the body a chance, you'd be amazed at what it can do. Hmm. The problem is that, as uh, my dear colleague here says, you know, you, uh, if, the, uh, if the irritation or the inflammation is chronic, the body ignores it. Hmm. Um, it, which is true, but it's really not because it ignores it, because it can get there. And I had to understand this because not being a physicist, but if the body has an area that sends out a pain signal to the brain, and the ba- brain responds by sending a signal back to the cells in the area to instruct it to repair and heal, but the signal can't get there because mm. the inflammation has resistance, so the signals goes around it, Okay, and this, this continues. And so with the device, I found that I can do two things. One is to penetrate directly into the area to stimulate the cells. And as soon as that happens, now the brain all of a sudden is able to get feedback from the area.
1: It's almost like a cell phone tower. that.
2: That's right. And it all of a sudden starts communicating. So Mm -hmm. the rest of the healing is because the brain is now able to start conducting or instructing the rest of the cells to heal. But you still find areas that may be deeper down or another layer like you have experienced, yeah. and I go back to it and work it again. And when we through all those layers, which is usually somewhere between, you know, six and ten sessions, yes. then I begin, and somewhere in between, I begin to get you to be more active and say, yeah. start walking more, start stretching. Right. Uh, I love the pool, a heated pool, right. where you can walk in the pool, Okay. When do you start PT? Well, if the tissue is ready and healed, then we start PT. Okay. Now, a lot of PTs are well trained, but they're trained to rehab. That's part of the deal. So, in other words, they will try and push you to get those muscles to strengthen. But if those muscles are dysfunctional or can't work properly because they're so they're tight, they're
1: not getting the signal. You're not. You're not
2: building anything up. You actually end up with more pain in many cases. Right. And right. that's the whole reason why, because you got to get the tissue better first. Mm-hmm. And and so I liken it to a foundation. If you want to build a house, you have to have a strong foundation. If you want a healthy body, your myofascia better be in good health, too.
1: Yeah, good words. We're, we're going to uh, close this session um, with a thank you to both uh, Dr. Meads and Dr. Wee. As we close after this break, I'm going to give you the uh, information, or I'll have them give you the information, of where you can get in contact with them. Uh, If you're struggling with chronic pain, uh, these two gentlemen are the individuals you need to uh, give a call, because they not only love the Lord Jesus, they love those who they're serving, and uh, they will be there to help you, and uh, help you if you're in chronic pain, to relieve that pain. Uh, if uh, you're having struggles, health in any ways, you just give them a call. So when we gather together, we'll give you that information. Hey, thanks again for listening to Coin K- to and E on Faith Talk 1360. I'm Jim Baugh filling in for Tom Brown, and uh, we're going to give some closing comments first to Dr. Wilf Meads. If I want to get in contact with you, Dr. Meads, for naturopathic treatment, how do I do it? Where do I contact you?
0: The name of my clinic is the Naturopathic Clinic, and we are located in Mesa, Arizona. The phone number there is 480-433-4051. Okay. So you can phone me there, or you can actually email me at my um, work email address, which is drm, as in Dr. Meads, drm, at Wilfmeeds.com, my first and last name, W-I-L-F-M-E-E-D-S.
1: And that's that's a naturopathic clinic in Mesa, Arizona, on 1845 South Dobson Road. Now, Dr. Wee, if I want to get in contact with you and be treated with your laser touch treatment for pain management or pain alleviation, how do I get in contact with you?
2: Well, I'm at the uh, TriVita Wellness Center. In Scottsdale. We're located at 16100 North Greenway Hayden Loop, Suite G100, and that's in Scottsdale, Arizona, 85260. And the phone number at of the office is 480 337 4148, and our website is www.trivita with a V, wellnesscenter, one word, dot com. com and through that, you can also get in touch with us.
1: Great. Listen, thanks again for listening to Coin and E on Faith Talk 1360. I've had a great time guest hosting today for Tom Brown. And I want to thank Dr. Meads and Dr. Wee. Listen, if you need some help with your diet, with whatever it may be, your health issues, choose naturopathic, choose uh, re- regular uh, medical treatment through Uh, Dr. Wee, please call these gentlemen. They love the Lord, and they will care for you. All right? Give them a call. They'll help you with what you're struggling with. Thank you so much for listening in on uh, Faith Talk 1360. Koinonia. And look forward to hearing from Tom next week. May God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend.